Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to The Bernie Show on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. And welcome back to The Bernie Show. We're live today at Friendly Sports Bar and Grill. South County. We do this every other Wednesday, 3 to 6. Kevin Slayton's on before us, 12 to 2. Kevin and I were out in the parking lot before the show. I was almost late to my own show because we were having a great college football discussion because we're both fanatics. I'm just going to come out and say it. I love all my guests, but there's always a, there's always a special place in my heart for Matt Hayes because I've been a devoted reader of Matt Hayes longer than I can remember. And um, at times like this where there's so much going on in college football, we're all wondering what's going to, how it's going to shake out after championship, conference championship weekend. I couldn't think of a better guy to talk to. Matt Hayes, I know I'm laying it on thick, but you know, you know how much I respect you, man. How you doing? Doing great, Bertie. Thanks so much for the kind words, man. I, I remember this time last year we were talking, and I said, you know, I thought it was great that that Missouri gave Eli, you know, another year, another couple, another, you know, like they extended him instead of firing him, basically. Yeah, they did, and they showed promise in him. They showed faith in him, and look what happened. So, you know, if you if you truly believe you got the right guy, and Clearly, it looks like Eli has that thing turned. It looks like he's now starting to pluck off elite recruits, high school recruits, which, as we all know, is the real way you organically build a program. I mean, it's it's, it's a fun thing to watch. I bet that whole entire state is just hopping right now because, because of Mizzou. Yeah, and it's – I don't know whether it, it – I, I can go to the cliche and, and call it a sleeping giant, but it's a huge state. I mean, it's got two major cities, and, you know, and then you go down to Springfield, and, you know, the, the middle of the state's big. you got all these great rural areas. There's a lot of good football players, more than people think in the, in the state. It's a, it's a big state. And I've always thought, man, if the right guy comes along, and Gary Pinkle was one of those guys, um, yep. but, you know, if, if, they, if the right guy comes along, they, they can wake this up, and this thing can be a lot of fun. And people are, yeah, people are really, really fired up. And Matt, Matt Hayes, you did you beat me to it because that was going to be my first question. You you have always, whenever I've asked you about Drinkwitz in the program, even at the when they were in still trying to get out of that, you know, record wise that mediocre um, spot that they were in, you you were always very positive about what you thought about him, what you think he was capable of. You didn't. You 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 never really dismissed the idea that he could build something pretty damn good here. So yeah, I give you credit for that because a lot of people, I'm sure, disagreed with you at the time. So that was um, your foresight that was right on the money. 
Actually, you know, you know why, Bernie? Because clearly you look at his track record as an offensive coach. He knows what he's doing, okay? Um, and, and also, he's a nice guy, man. He relates to kids. He relates to parents. Um, he's not a guy that's going to be a tyrant with his coaching staff. It's just not who he is. He's just a normal guy in the best sense you could ever say normal. You know what I mean? Um, right. And, and I think it's really – he really fits that state. He, you know, and, and I say this with all due love. I lived in St. Louis for a couple of years. Missouri's a normal state. You're not getting any kind of crazy there, which is a good thing. And he fits perfectly in that state. And high school football there in Missouri is really good. A lot, a lot better than, than many people think. Like if you can really lock down that state – and get those elite players from that state to go to Missouri every year and not and not bleed a couple to Alabama or one to Ohio State or, you know, one to Kentucky or wherever, if you can lock down those guys, I mean, you're, in a, you're going to be in a position to ask for success. Matt Hayes from Saturday Down South uh, is with us. And I, I wanted to ask you this, man. You've been doing this a long time. I've been doing this a long time. But you've been closer to college football through the years than I have. It was only after I got out of the newspaper business I could really enjoy my Saturdays. Um, but I wanted to ask you this. Um, we all get jaded at times, and I, I admit it, but we also still very much love what we do. Uh, in your years, I'm sure there have been better st- uh, better stories than Cody Schrader, but I know how much you love college football. How great of a story has he been, and how good of a player has he been? It's, this has been one of the most delightful surprises that I can remember, at least around here. It's really, really wonderful. Well, first off, it's a, it's a fantastic story, a rags to riches story. There's no doubt about that. Nobody wanted him. He basically had to beg to play everywhere he, beg, everywhere he played. Um, too small, you know, not your typical guy. You can just go on and on and on. And he was really good last year, Bernie, honestly. And, and you know, then this year, he breaks out this year, and all of a sudden you're like, wait a second. Not only is this dude really tough between the tackles, but he can run. And I, I'm going to be completely honest with you here, man. He's going to stick on somebody's roster in the NFL. I'm telling you right now he will. Because you, you cannot run the way he runs between the tackles as hard as he runs. And he's one of those guys, Bernie, that he's, he's sh- short enough. And you hate to use that word for anybody. But he's short enough to where when the ball is snapped and you run, that, you, you know, you run the zone read stuff or the RPO, whatever you want to call it in the NFL, because they're all going there now, Bernie. I was thinking about this the other day when I'm watching – I think it was the Eagles and the Bills. Every snap now in the NFL is from the shotgun. Every one of them. Almost every one of them, okay? There are some guys that still go under center. But for the most part, every single team does every snap from the shotgun, which is unbelievable. So I think you've got a guy like that who can kind of hide for a split second behind that offensive line and then, bang, hit a crease. There's a place in the NFL for guys like that. Cody Schrader is going to play in the NFL. There's no doubt in my mind he is. I I agree with you, and also you 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 speak of that from an uh, you know an, an enlightened viewpoint because one of the best thing you one of the best things you do at Saturday Down South you've always done but at Saturday Down South is um, every week if if not uh, more than once a week you you will talk to an NFL scout about a particular player. In fact. Uh, your most recent thing on that front, you you talked on NFL scout about Darius Robinson, the Mizzou the Mizzou edge rusher. You're so you're right. you you got a pulse on what NFL people are thinking about players. So when you say that, I pay attention to it because you know your stuff and you talk to the right people who definitely know. So, but what a great story it's been. I don't I don't know if he's going to win the Doak Walker, 
And I got to be fair. I mean, Ollie Gordon has had a hell of a season for Oklahoma State. He really yeah. has. I don't want to take anything away from what he's done. But let me be a homer and just say this. So it, it would be a great thing for college football if, if Schrader won the thing. And think about all the kids that that would just – you talk about motivational fuel. All the kids told you're too small, you're, maybe, you're not fast enough, whatever. It'd it just right. be a great thing. But if Ollie, if Ollie Gordon wins, he deserves it too. So what do you think about that? No, I, I mean, I, I agree with you. I, I think either one of them, I'd be fine with either one of them. I, I also think, and I'm kind of taking this off what you're, what you're talking about now, but I think it's still in the same vein of Mizzou. You know, if you take this season to next year with the 12-team playoff, you've got a hot team right now in Missouri. You've got a hot team that, that is very confident in what they're doing offensively. Defensively, they're playing much better in the second half of the season. That's a team that I think, you know, we always talk about, well, you know, you get to the 12-team playoff, you know, what happens? Will you see upsets? You absolutely will see upsets because you will get hot teams in there. And I think Missouri could be a team that could win a game in the playoff. And then you get to those quarterfinals, and who knows what happens. So, yeah, I, I this is what I can't wait for next year, Bernie, is teams like this, like Missouri, that, you know, just build and build and build, and all of a sudden, bang, they've got a 9 or 10 win season. And it's not good enough to be in the championship game, but it's good enough to be in a playoff. Yeah, I would love to watch this team in a playoff. Love to this year. By the way, uh, since you brought that up, I really enjoyed your, your column, which was recent, about this notion. See, you're a debunker, and I love debunkers. I, I tend to think of myself as one. But this notion is like, well, the 12-team playoffs, okay, whatever. But, you know, it's still going to be the same teams winning all the time. And you basically tore that up and you, you reminded everyone. Um, I think people that follow other sports say the same thing. You know, well, the Atlanta Braves won 100 and some games. They're, oh, they're, no one's going to beat them except people do beat them. And we, we as sports fans in America never seem to learn lessons about assuming certain things. So you're like basically saying, no, there will be upsets in the playoffs and you will be delighted by some of the events that will occur that you never anticipated. And I'm with you on that one. Well, Bernie, it's also, I mean, it's just the cheap of social media and it's an echo chamber and you follow along and it's the echo chamber. That's right. Yes, this, blah, blah, blah. And people don't sit there and just say, wait a second. So more games in the playoff is clearly going to mean, and you hate to say this, but it's reality. More opportunity for injury. More opportunity for a starting quarterback to get injured. If you get a starting quarterback that's injured, you've got a backup. How, how quickly does that change for any team? I don't care who you are. All right? You're also in a situation where you've got it's the playoffs. Everybody knows it's do or die. What happens if you lay a couple balls on the ground? What happens if you have three or four turnovers in a game? What happens if a quarterback gets hot in one game and hits the 18 of his first 20 throws and, and they're up 21-3 on, the, on a 10-point favor going in the second half? You have no idea what's going to happen in playoff ball. That was kind of the point I was making is stop like going along with everybody. So it'll be the same four teams. You don't know that. No one knows that. So I, I think that when you get to the playoff and the idea of one and done, it really becomes one. and done. We've always talked about college football is one and done the entire season. Um, it will really become that. And, and the same people that are saying, you know, we have this argument on my radio show all the time, Bertie, because I, we have a producer who screams about, you know, college football is going down the toilet. Um, you know, the 12-team playoffs going to eliminate the beauty of the, of the regular season. Like, like Alabama and Auburn wouldn't have meant anything. Ohio State and Michigan wouldn't have meant anything. And I said, no, 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 you're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. Because at this point, every game in November, everybody's chasing the 12-team playoffs. Oklahoma State's trying to get in. Kansas State's trying to get in. 
You can go right down the line, Lori. Missouri's trying to get in, okay? These guys are trying to get into the playoff then. So now their games become important. Now it's not just Michigan-Ohio State, which, by the way, will be playing for seeding, which is very important. But now it's other teams playing for it. You've gone from having eight to ten teams playing for four spots, Bernie, to in the month of November, maybe 40 or 50 teams playing for 12 spots. What could be bad about that? No, I'm, I, I, I love it. Bring it on. I can't wait. It's going to be even better. Matt Hayes, uh, I, I do want to get to a couple of the predictable questions. I'm, I know you've only talked about this and been asked about this like probably about 500,000 times, but I got to ask you too. From the, from the SEC perspective, um, if Alabama wins, are they in? And what, what chances um, do you think there, there'd be of Alabama winning and then, um, you know, Georgia getting bounced out? They don't make the four. Um, that just seems like a stretch to me, but I never know. You know, I, I don't know that they can get two in. But uh, listen, man, I'm going to quit babbling because you know where I'm getting at here. You can explain it. What do you <laughs> think is going to happen? Yeah. So let, let, let me say this. I mean, barring – a complete collapse by both Georgia and Michigan. I think they're both in no matter what. I honestly think Michigan could lose to Iowa and they're still in. So I think Georgia could lose to Alabama they're still in. Like if Michigan somehow gets up to 23 to 20 or Georgia is upset. I mean, barring these guys losing 31 to 3 or 31 to 10, they're both in. All right? And you ask me about Alabama, I don't know. I mean, they're at 8, Bernie. That's a huge jump. Not only are you jumping over a team that beat you head-to-head and will, and will be a conference champion, that's Texas. You know, you, you might have to jump an unbeaten Florida State. And, again, we are about the four best teams, not the four most deserving teams. Florida State, if they, went, if they beat Louisville, would fall into that most deserving because they're an unbeaten Power 5 conference champion, as we all know, since this thing started in 2014. No unbeaten Power 5 champion has ever been left out of the playoff. But there's no Jordan Travis on that team. So that's got to be taken into account. Um, my, here's how, my guess is what it's going to be. Georgia, Michigan, win or lose, they're in. Again, unless it's a complete collapse. Then you've got two spots. And I think Oregon, Washington winner will get one of the other ones. And then the last spot is going to be de- depending on what happens. If Alabama beats Georgia, that, that's a huge chip for them. And that might be enough to pass Texas. But they would – it certainly, I think, will be enough to pass Florida State if Florida State's unbeaten. I, I truly believe that. But is it enough to pass Texas, which could – I mean, honestly, Bernie, they might beat Oklahoma State 51-3, to seriously. So if you get Texas, that absolutely lays a number on Oklahoma State this weekend. It's going to be very difficult to jump Alabama over them, even with a win over Georgia. No, I, I, no absolutely. And there's some, you've interjected some reality into this, and I appreciate it. Well, reading, um, reading a lot of stories about this and also reading the comment sections, I mean, the, the SEC haters are they're, they're, they're praying um, they're 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 probably offering sacrifices to the football gods, <laughs> wanting. Uh, I'm not going to say human sacrifices, but you know they're offering sacrifices right. um, that the SEC will get shut out. No teams in the four. What do you think of the the likelihood of that is? I mean, you're going to you literally would need Alabama to win thirty one to three, and then if Alabama beats the number one team at the back to back defending national champions thirty one to three. You're going to keep Alabama out, too? No way. One of those two is getting in. That's how I see it. Yep, that's how I see it. My friend, thanks for your time, as always. Um, 
Uh, can't wait to read um, all, all of your stuff on this going forward and um, in, in the aftermath of Sunday morning. We'll see. Now, they, um, just as an aside, if you want to comment about this too, you know, uh, I, don't know where Oklahoma, I don't know where Ohio State should be ranked. I, I don't. But it sure does seem, you know, for the conspiracy mind, it sure does seem that they're, they're um, you know, making sure to give Ohio State a chance to kind of go back into that back door as they did last year as far as making the playoff. Are you okay with them being rated sixth? Some people say they should be lower. I, I really don't have an opinion on that because I don't know. What do you think, though? So if you're asking me to rank, like, my best four, which is what I think, you know, which is what it is. That's the, the metric they use. It's the best four. Um, and, again, this has to be said over and over. They use all these different metrics for the first three or four polls. You know, you start talking about – they actually have one called game control, Bernie, if you can believe that. Okay? Oh. So they use all these different metrics. And then at the, the last vote, it's just the eye test. It's nothing else. And, and if you need a tiebreaker – like Alabama, Texas, and Texas goes into Tuscaloosa and wins by 10, that's got to be played in, into consideration, right? But for the most part, it's just eye test. So if you're asking me who the eye test four best teams are, I think Ohio State's one of the four best. Now, do they get in? I don't think they do. I mean, it's, it's, you're going to have to have Florida State lose, you're going to have to have Texas lose, and you're going to have to have Alabama lose. And then I think Ohio State can get in. Um, can it happen? Sure, it could happen. We've seen stranger things. But, I mean, I look at that team, Bernie, and, man, they are – if you want to talk about, like, the most talented team outside the most important position on the field, which obviously is hugely important, but I think they're more talented than anybody outside of quarterback, uh, quarterback that team at Ohio State. Now, the problem is they don't have the guy they've had in the past at, at the quarterback spot, so they're not as dangerous. But, boy – Everywhere else in that team, holy cow, man, they had got dudes everywhere. One other thing, and this is just to promote something you wrote, to plug something you wrote. You did a great piece in the aftermath of that de- the latest debacle at uh, Texas A&M where it looked like they were going to hire M- Mark Stoops, but then they started uh, paying way too much attention to people with the fake outrage on social media. The, uh, you know, the social media, is, Twitter is basically uh, – it's. It, it's a platform for it's performance. Not real, it's no, not that's real. what you wrote, and, it, say that. and and I, and I call it like it's 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 now it's just it's nothing more than a stage for for performance artists they, who just want to put on an act. I'm more t- ticked off than you are. No, I'm more outraged than you are. You know, everyone's trying to. It's just such a crock, and I'm so tired of it. Um, but yeah, the way you broke that down about how Texas A&M just does not learn from its past mistakes they're still trying to win the, the press conference and they're still trying to cater to the loudmouths who aren't going to be happy with anything on social media and you know why don't you just hire the best coach for you and that was your message i thought that was a brilliant column i, I, I was sitting there nodding and reading the whole thing and said yep right on what why do these athletic well, I mean, directors why are they so afraid of uh, the mob on social media well first off it's not just athletic directors it's university presidents too so the president's and the, the Board of Trustees, the uh, Board of Curators there in Missouri, they're all part of it, okay? So it's, they're all panicking. They all see social media, and they think social media is reality. It's not real. It's a vocal minority. It's a, it's a small percentage of the people who really care and give money to your program. Um, there might, you might have a couple of boosters who say, I'm going to pull out and not give you money. You know what you say to those guys? Okay, see you later. And guess what? 
nine times out of ten, they come back no matter who you are. So, but the problem is you got guys that guys and gals that panic. They absolutely panic, and they won't, don't want to stick to their core values of what they want to do. You saw it at Tennessee. Remember the Tennessee hire about Ugh. what was it five years ago? With with when when John Curry, who was the original AD there, first he wants to hire Greg Schiano, and then you've got a bunch of crap on social media that you know people are saying Greg Schiano's tied to Jerry Sandusky and and just a trap. <laughs> it was a tragedy, Bernie. A tragedy at Penn State what happened, and they're trying to tie Greg Schiano to that. And there's nothing. There's no proof at all to that. Okay. Right. He fired a memorandum, a memorandum of understanding. He was he was going to be the coach, Bernie. And then after all this garbage, they move on from him. So then John Curry goes out there and hires Mike Leach. And they had an agreement. They shook hands. Mike Leach, I sat in his office in Pullman, Washington about five years ago, and he said, I shook his hand and said, I'm coming. And then the next thing you know, three hours later, John Curry gets called back because Phil Fulmer, the former Tennessee coach, was throwing a coup. Was in the middle of a coup to get Curry out, playing himself in his AD, and to hire his PE coach as head coach. Jeremy, uh, Jeremy Pruitt, the PE coach. And Jeremy Pruitt, day one, starts giving out bags of cash. Three years later, they go on probation. More than 200 NCAA violations. $8 million fine. And all that because you listen to social media. No, you laid that out brilliantly. People should go read that. They can still find it. Matt Hayes, thanks for your time, man. I kept you a little longer than I normally do, but I appreciate it very much. It's great stuff. Thanks for all of the stuff on Mizzou. I know there are fans that listen to us. Uh, appreciate uh, you've been consistent in terms of your support of uh, uh, Coach Drink. So, um, yeah, we're looking forward to a, a, a nicer football future down in, over there in Columbia. Thank you, man. Sure, buddy. Anytime. All right. Uh, appreciate him very much, as you can tell. He's good. Yes. He <laughs> you know, he um, – you know you have a writer um, – there's, there's an issue in college football – you know, and it's just like, you know, you know, I sit, I don't, I don't try to write all that much about college football, even though I f- follow it passionately. I love to talk about it, as you know, but it's like, man, um, that situation right over there, that, that is just so ludicrous. And it's like, yeah, but I don't know, should I put the focus on this? You know, is this the angle? Like he, he's the guy that all like, Every, a high percentage of the time, I mean, a lot of the time, when you read a column, uh, and I, I read it uh, through a writer's eyes, I'm like, that's the column I should have written. You know? <laughs> yeah, no, he, I, he, I appreciate he that. Break, he breaks th- things down really, really well. And he, um, yeah, he, the Texas A&M thing is that, it was really smart because it's looking there's nothing about Mike Elko although no one knows how he'll handle that just because he did a good job at Duke but you know and but he was a defensive coordinator at Texas A&M he wasn't he wasn't in the spotlight he wasn't uh the mob uh, the mob down there who were just out of their minds I mean that's 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 the most insane fan base anywhere because simply because they really think they're this esteemed prestigious program that's like college football royalty and they're not but they're hopelessly arrogant and they think they know more than anybody oh yeah and they they actually time has proven they know a hell of a lot less than just about everybody so he he just split that thing wide open um the idea that uh these big mouths down there these know nothing big mouths were um you know, raising raising a dog leg on Mark Stoops, 
who's had 10 win seasons at Kentucky, for gosh sake. I'm not saying he's Vince Lombardi, but you know what I mean. I know exactly. Oh, he's beneath them. Oh, really? Okay. And then the university president and the athletic director, but he's right about university presidents. You know, they, they got panicky because they saw all these, you know, all these idiots, you know, going nuts on Twitter, using it as the performance stage again. And so they backed off of that and uh, they turned to Elko. And look, maybe it'll turn out to be a great decision, but they made the decision for the wrong reason. And it was just like, minus the corruption of Jeremy Pruitt, who came in as like the third choice. And he was Philip Fulmer's uh, personal choice. And, and Phil Fulmer basically embarrassed himself and blemished, really stained his entire career as a coach. Uh-huh. Yes. Um, that, that Tennessee thing was so nuts. It was just like way over the top nuts. One of the great performance artists in modern media was leading that charge. Uh, a guy that, if there is one sincere word in anything he says... I. Probably there might be one or two. Like every, like yeah. There's a, probably a couple sentences that are actually sincere. Not much. Though. But he led this uprising because he saw that as a, a promotional vehicle to strengthen his brand. And they end up with Jeremy Pruitt. Like uh, Matt Hayes said, Jeremy Pruitt, and you know they're handing out bags of money before you could actually do that and NIL and all that. Just one one infraction after another that set that program back, you know. It, it, so embarrassing. And then it also goes, yeah, that's the SEC for you. The, the A&M thing, I didn't think they could have, when they made the move, I was like, well, oh. I said to you, I said, they need a guy who knows how to build a program. Stoops is that guy. He yeah. was the perfect guy he for He really that. is. Um, now, you can you can make the case he maybe he's plateaued at Kentucky. Yes. But, but don't forget what he actually built there. That's it. They were nothing. It was a Stoops. Uh, we saw it at Missouri, a Gary Pinkle guy. He's going to – they need somebody who's going to build a program because they have, they have all the resources in the world down there. They, one thing they don't have, they don't have a guy that's never known how to build a program in recent times. And that's where they just keep falling on their face. They're going to – I hope Elko does well, but I think they're going to end up doing the same thing because all those people with all the money are not going to be happy with that if he tries to go that route, I guess. But, man, when I heard Stoops' name, I went, wow, that's like the perfect fit for them, that they should uh, be happy with that. Let him work his magic, and he'll build a program, and in about three years they're going to be good for a long time. Because he would have so much more access to talent there too, yes. premium talent. And they failed. Yeah. And um, listen, I think, uh, you know, Elko, I, I admire him, so I think he's got a chance to be really good. Mm-hmm. But it's, um, he, he's walking in one of those uh, hot, hot seat jobs where the seat's hot before you even sit in it, you know? Oh, absolutely. So we'll see what happens there. Um, we're live at Friendly Sports Bar and Grill today in South County at uh, Bayless and 55. Jim Thomas will be coming up here in a little while. Um, today we have our lovely bartender Sarah's birthday party. Come by and celebrate. Her birthday, there's food with nice, uh, nice of those, we call them dollar roll sandwiches, mm-hmm. and you got deviled eggs, which are delicious. The cake looks great. Everything looks great. It does. And um, so come on by and uh, help yourself to this nice spread that Denny has put out to honor um, the special occasion, the birthday party. We also have $25 gift certificate to Tangles Hair Studio, which, by the way, is owned by Sarah, the bartender here, who's great at both things. 
really successful business. Uh, more and more people go there uh, now that the word's gotten out. Tangles Hair Studios at 9964 Lynn Ferry Drive. Full-service men's and ladies' hair salon. Uh, and Sarah is the owner, and you can um, call her to tell her you heard us here, and you will get 10% off just by calling after you heard us telling you about Tangles. Uh, you get 10% off if you tell Sarah that when you call. 314-471-5707. 314-471-5707. At Friendly Sports Barn Grill, where there are flat screens everywhere, anything you want to watch, any sport, any league, any team, knock yourself out. It's all here. And um, we'll tell you more about the new program. The new program in terms of hooking up the customers. Oh, yeah. We'll tell you about that when we come back. But one more thing. We got $25 gift certificate to Kenrick's Meats and Catering, which is right up the street on Weber Road. Um, Kenrick's is an old-fashioned classic butcher shop with the highest quality meats and the best service. Home of the famous Joe the Butcher. So you're going to be doing some shopping in advance of the next round of holidays where you're going to be, you know, having people over. I know a lot of people go with, like, prime rib roast this time of year, getting closer to Christmas. Man, go to, go to Kenrick's. And if, you, uh, if you're a carnivore, which is a good thing, if you're a carnivore, <laughs> you will be, um, wow, is, it, is this kind of like Disneyland for people that like to? It is. <laughs> like, to, like to grill and, uh, you know, prepare nice things as far as, like, you know, prime rib and steaks mm-hmm. and chicken and whatever you oh, want. Yeah. Ribs, everything. All Every cut of meat, anything you can imagine. All right, I'm going to shut up, shut up now, and we'll take a quick break, and we'll come back to talk about a few other things that I got on my mind, including the Cardinals' bullpen, also the St. Louis Blues mm. with yet another clunker. I don't know in, in Minnesota last night, Jim, I, I don't know – how could <laughs> they got six power play goals this season? I, I'm glad you brought that up because I'm. It was awful. Power play is just brutal right now. It's embarrassing. And listen, man, I, I'm kind of going with the ups and downs. I'm not overreacting. I mean, I'm just saying it's kind. This is the normal. The, you know, they're abnormal, but it's normal. Like they're so they 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 go from me really really good outst- What an outstanding game! Last. And then the next time it's like, who are these people? Yep. We'll talk about that when we return here at Friendly Sports Bar and Grill in South County.